Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? We are back, ladies and gentlemen, and yes, we do want to talk about playoffs today. NFL football right around the corner here this coming Saturday. Brooks got the Chiefs in action. How you feeling, Brooke? Nervous, to say the least. Nervous? Andrew Luck and the Colts are hot, and Chiefs with that inexperienced defense um, and inexperience all around the board with uh, Patrick Mahomes being young. So could go either way in my eyes. I'd be nervous, too, because the Colts are going to win. Oh, in my opinion, this how you, guy. How you feeling? Saturday night, uh, Dallas. Are like you? like Brooke, I'm nervous, but I mean, I w- I'm not as nervous as Brooke probably because I mean, Cowboys are the underdog. I mean, they're not supposed to win, but I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked if they won, but I'd also wouldn't be shocked if they won- if they lost. Obviously, but I don't know. I just want to. I want to see them play well because they're young. I saw a stat that Dallas does not have a starter. Over 30 years old Jeez. on their <laughs> offense defense. So I think that's pretty pretty impressive and bright future, I guess. But And I think we'll there's uh, something to say about advantage like to the teams that have already played in the playoffs. Oh, for sure. Getting the yeah, nerves I out. Would, I would agree. So, you know, I mean, I personally think there are going to be more underdogs that win this weekend than mm-hmm. I favorites. Agree. Well, Jake, Jake, how you feeling? Contrary to you guys being a little concerned about youth and inexperience, I'm pretty confident going in this one because we got Tom Brady who's entering. I think this is his uh, 48th year in the playoffs now, somewhere around there. No, but I'm I'm feeling good. Old geezer. I'm feeling good just because <clears throat> I don't know. As a Patriots fan, I know Brady's getting old, but he hasn't given me any reason to doubt him yet. So I'm uh, I'm not gonna doubt him. I'm confident going in the game. And I'm uh, very confident right now looking at the current weather anticipated for Sunday in Foxborough is a high of 28 degrees. Is there snow? Too? Looking at 23 at kickoff. Um, right now it looks like they took snow out of the forecast. So that, that makes it a little bit um, a little bit better for the Chargers probably. But I'm still confident. It's tough to go from playing in L.A. to – traveling across the country to Foxborough. They couldn't go any further to yeah. like LA to oh, yeah. all the way up in yeah, no And I'll no take further. I mean I I know people are talking about the Chargers have a strong running game, but I'll still take a lot of time it comes down to quarterback play and I'll take Brady in twenty eight <clears throat> at the time of that game twenty three degrees over yeah. Phillip Rivers. So Chargers are a good team but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. Rivers is 0 seven against Brady, ain't he? Yeah. So, so It'll be interesting. People put Rivers in the MVP discussion here and there throughout the season. So, (laughs) I mean, if if you're Rivers, here's your chance to go out. And honestly, not to sound, you know, terrible here, because I realize Phillip Rivers is an above-average quarterback and stuff. But, I mean, the Chargers have never really amounted to much late in the season. So here's Phillip Rivers' chance to kind of put a big old uh, exclamation point on what's going to be the end of his career pretty soon here. I think if there was any year that the Patriots – because how many years straight have they gone to the AFC Championship now? Is it – I don't know. This is the eighth straight year that they've clinched a first-round bye. Yeah. So, oh, I don't know. So I think if there was any year that they would not make the AFC Championship, I think this could be the year – but I'm conf- I'm pretty confident they're going to win. I think they'll even cover, but 
I wouldn't be shocked if the Chargers did mm-hmm. come in and, that's and the, beat them. That's the point I was going to make. This is the least, like, talent Brady's ever had around him. Oh, for sure. And, like, the defense is pretty good still, but it's not, like, the defense that they've had of, like, the past mm-hmm. where it was, like, they just bowed up and made got big stops, honestly. And, Situational, yeah. And Gronk's getting older, doesn't look like him old self, um... Uh, no Dion Lewis. Who else? My no Amendola. But I mean they still do obviously have Hogan and, and You obviously lost Josh Gordon too. Yeah. So at, at one point event. in the year we thought that was gonna be a big addition going yeah. into the playoffs. Whoa. So right now your your top targets are pretty much Edelman. <laughs> you gotta use Gronk. You gotta keep using White for checkdowns. Um, and then besides that, I mean, there's probably going to come a point where you're going to have to look at, like, Cordell Patterson and ask, like, yeah. can he go make a play? Can anyone go make a play? So that's kind of the point that you're at. Yeah, and with Brady, the we court. thought with Gordon, Brady was singing his praises and saying how he never drops balls and, you know, back with his old issues. And, yeah. you know, that's really going to hurt. So you know, That's the thing about the Patriots, too, is – when you think about Cordero Patterson, when he was at the Vikings, I mean, yeah, he was a great return specialist and all that, but it's like when he comes to the Patriots, like he like means something, you know what I mean? And it's kind of like Wes Welker. When he was in New England, he was a stud, but then he went to Denver and was kind of yeah. lost. I mean, it's just that's what I like about – I mean, I don't – obviously I don't like well, the Patriots, but I, I like watching him. Cause, it's, it's just how, like, the Patriots, like, utilize – it's like – it's almost like – the Patriots use those short passes and intermediate passes as like their run game. So mm-hmm. it's like all those receivers get used a whole lot. And for those guys like Welker and Edelman, like who don't drop the ball and like yeah. they're well, just crafty. So that's the thing is a lot of times you'll see people like put flack on um, Brady, just saying like you, he doesn't make throws on the field. He doesn't air it out he has no arm strength on the field and all that he hasn't had much of a target since randy moss that can really go down the field and go get it so at that point brady takes what what he has around him and he kind of makes do with it and really he he doesn't have to like why i mean you're already winning games you clinched first round by i mean what (laughs) why like i mean i don't know exactly that's Someone's giving you five yards every time. He's not going to say no. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to make this hard myself. Throw it 50 yards. No. I think um, Sony Michelle is going to be a yeah, huge. Especially in the cold weather. Huge. Yeah, he'll, he'll determine what kind of outcome we're going to have on yeah. Sunday with that Patriots game, which it's been a while since you've heard someone besides – the name Tom Brady dictating on how the Patriots yeah. going to do, but I think it's gonna. You're gonna have to lean on him. I think they're gonna have to really lean on him too if they win this game in the AFC Championship game. Whoever they face too, that's gonna be big. They can't just be. They can't. They've been doing it for years and years. They can't just keep relying on Brady. Like it's gonna catch up, catch up to him, especially this year, because they are obviously aren't as talented as years past. <clears throat> exactly. So <clears throat> if there's any team that. We, I mean, we all talked about no one here is that nervous. Like, the expectations aren't super high for the Chiefs. They're still young, still got a building defense. The Chargers have been called the most talented team left in the AFC by a lot of people. Obviously, I, I mean, everyone's expecting the Rams to go out and win that game. So I feel like if you're someone um, that is nervous going into um, this weekend, it's got to be Saints fans. 
because here you yeah. have the Eagles rolling in. If you're an Eagles fan, no, ex- and if you're a player, yeah, no expectations. Yeah, you weren't exactly. supposed to be here. You weren't supposed to be there last week. You're not supposed to be here this week. Just like when uh, Wentz got hurt last year, mm-hmm. they weren't ever supposed to be in a single game that they were in. So here you are coming into New Orleans, and the last time this big of a game was played in New Orleans, it was when Stefan Diggs ripped out the hearts yeah, of yeah, exactly. every Saints fan. So here's an opportunity once again for Eagles to come in and play with absolutely And here's, nothing, here's my know? thing. The Eagles match up well with the Saints. Like Their DBs are young and talented and they're playing well right now and they can rush the passer so breeze is not going to have all day to stand back there and pick apart the defense and dallas showed when they beat them like that's kind of the method you have to yeah. use is to get after breeze get and, to breeze yep and um you know with Foles magic and you never know like they weren't supposed to win last weekend they weren't supposed to be in the playoffs like Man, they love being the underdogs. They too. really Last do. Year. They embrace that role, and <clears throat> honestly, scary. I mean, in my eyes, I think they're gonna win. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really would, do. I wouldn't want to be a Saints fan. Exactly. Right now. The only thing that does get me excited, and I, I think if you're a Saints fan, it has to get you excited. Sean Payne's a pretty good motivator, and I love seeing the story this week of him walking in the locker room with 225k in the Lombardi Trophy sitting on top of it, four armored guards. 225k is the Super Bowl bonus, if you don't know, if you win the Super Bowl cool, for yeah. a player, and said, "You want this? Go f and win three games." Yeah. So that was pretty cool. That's, um, yeah. If that doesn't fire you up, <laughs> I don't know I mean, what does. The one thing that the Eagles have to be careful if they want to pull off the upset is if Breeze, like you said, if he has a lot of time, he's going to rip that young secondary yeah. apart. Like he's Eagles have to get at least – they ha- at least have to get ten hits on Breeze, oh, if yeah. not two, three, four sacks. Otherwise, it's going to be a long night Exactly. Create some kind of turnover, big play, and – you know, a little bit of it will be, I think, the offense will try to keep the ball out of the Saints' hands and methodically move the ball down the field. Um, and if they can do that, you know, keep the ball out of Breeze and Kamara and mm-hmm. Ingram's hands, then they, they got a really good shot. What's crazy is Philly's doing all this with all these injuries, too. Like, I mean, talk yeah. about a team who's injury after injury, it seems like, J.H.I.A., injuries on defense – I think his Barnett's still out. I think yeah. he's still out. Damn. That's tough. Just out of curiosity, before we keep talking about this game, I went and looked up just kind of the, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, um, the stature for Brady's targets on this coming Sunday. Obviously, no, you have a pretty big target in Gronk, but as Brooks said, he's got the wear and tear on him now. He's noticeably slower, less effective. So here's what you have. You have Dorsett coming in at 5'10", 192 pounds. Julian Edelman, 5'10", 198 pounds. Hogan, 6'1", 210. And Cordero Patterson, who's primarily going to be used in the backfield in like certain packages, is your biggest coming at 6'2", 228. So they're not going to win this game because of their physicality in the passing game. It's going to be dink it down, go get six or seven, and just mm-hmm. methodically move it. So. I was just curious. I wanted to throw that out there, too. <laughs> it's and just, yeah, it's really, I would not want to be, like, in general, any of the favorites because, like, it no. seems like the pressure's on them. For sure. So yeah. I was thinking it is a very good possibility that all underdogs could cover this week, too. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, <clears throat> Colts, um, Chargers, 
Eagles, Cowboys. I think it could be the the weekend of the underdogs. Yeah, so I'm not saying all underdogs will win, but no, yeah. for sure, <clears throat> easily could cover. There's honestly a good possibility. I could see Indy winning. I could see L.A. or the Chargers winning, I should say. So the, <laughs> there's a chance that the Chargers coming as the five seed so could be hosting the AFC Championship <laughs> game. That's just that's crazy to think about. And obviously the other side you could have yeah, so, the four seed okay, Dallas. So what if that happens? So if yeah, so if the Rams if the Rams beat the Cowboys, Eagles yeah. beat the Saints, Chargers beat Patriots, uh, Colts beat the Chiefs. Yeah. So they have two <laughs> two uh, championships in LA. Yeah, <laughs> that would be nuts. That'd be pretty nuts. Yeah, especially for a city that doesn't <laughs> doesn't normally show out yeah, for for care. football games. No, so it's uh it'll be interesting. I, I hope the Chiefs win and I hope the Patriots win. So I have to at least the opportunity to maybe go down to Arrowhead and yeah, see that, that game. Sweet. But but yeah, so do we want to roll through and give our predictions for those games? Yeah, um, are we gonna do spread or just winners? I think uh, we picked winners last yeah. week, so let's do we'll, spread. We'll spread. Someone try to pull up. I can pull up the live here, because you know I think what do I think we want our listeners in Vegas like eight grand last week, something, <laughs> something like something that. Crazy, so. I'm glad to see people are leaning. People picks. are leaning on us. Take a trip down to Vegas for the weekend. Yeah. Can you imagine though when the uh, the Raiders are in Vegas? Just have that people just going down, catch a Raiders game, go to the books and slap probably ten grand. I mean, think, about, think about it. People Raiders. people that are going down <laughs> to Vegas just having you know no say, and their team's probably not even gonna be playing. That day, yeah. there you go. Slap money on it, and then go to the game. That's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be a. So trap. what I see here is Colts are getting five and a half, Cowboys <clears> are getting seven and a half, Chargers are getting four, and the Eagles are getting eight. <laughs> and the one that jumps out at me the most is the Eagles getting eight. Because you think they're gonna win that game? <laughs> I was listening. I, it might have been Cowherd or something like that said. You know, Vegas hasn't figured out this Eagles team yet. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, eight seems like a lot for a team that's, mm-hmm. you know, unprobably winning. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they were under, well, they were underdogs in every single game last year in the playoffs, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So they were underdog last week. So they're 5-0 and mm-hmm. the past five <laughs> playoff games. So. All right. Let's start with Indy KC. Who wants to make I'll, – I'll make the first pick. I'll take Indy plus five and a half. Just because I think this is going to be a back-and-forth shootout of a game, and the Colts have the least points allowed in the league since Week 7 in football. So people are going to talk about Andrew Luck and you know the way the offense has come on. But I just I think it's going to be a back-and-forth game. I, I still think the Chiefs win this, but I think it's going to be a two-, three-point game. I don't think it's going to be anything over that, especially um, the way Indy was able to move the ball on the ground last week too. So if uh, if that front that front four is able to get to luck, they might feel they get something going with the run game possibly. So I'll take Indy there. Chris Jones has to get to him, yeah. but uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna take Indy, um, just because I, I think that defense is one of the best defenses in the playoffs right now. Um, and but one thing to look for is I think that first drive, if Kansas City has the ball and they score on that first drive, I think it could be a long night for Indy because I think um, the last week the way Marlon Mack ran the ball, I think 
if they can control that, if Indy has the ball first and they score first, I think I think they're going to win that game just because when they score, they get up 7 nothing. I think they're going to tr- control the whole game. They can't get they can't play catch up against Mahomes and Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill. I feel like the environment, everything in my gut tells me take Indy plus 5 cuz the Chiefs defense isn't too good and this will be a back and forth game, but something tells me this is going to be a late cover or the environment is just too much for the Colts. So, mm. I mean, only not even a touchdown. I'm going I'm to pick the Chiefs here. All right. <clears throat> Rolling on into Cowboys. Dallas and L.A. Who wants to kick us off? Not me. Not you, Buck. <laughs> Let's hear it. I think Cowboys plus seven and a half. I think they're, like Campbell said in the indie game, I think if they control the ball – and L.A. with those nerves, have not having played yet. Um, and L.A. gives up, I think, 190 rushing yards a game or something like that. I think Zeke is going to eat them up. So I think L.A. could win late. But plus seven, way, seven and a half, way too much. So take the Cowboys. That's what um, I agree here. I don't. I think I picked the Rams to win this game, but I think they don't win it by more than a touchdown. I don't think they win it by more than a field goal. It's going to be a game where it's going to be a slugfest. Yeah, uh, the Cowboys are going to make it physical too. And I don't know. I could see the Rams being a type of team that they've underachieved all year. That front four is not near what it was supposed to be all year. So every big game this year they've had, they've struggled. They lost to the Saints. Chiefs almost beat them at home. Mm-hmm. Bears. And Bears, they've lost. I, I know it's it's whatever, but what was it? Pro foot, pro football, something. Pro football talk, pro football reference, something. Put out their top five, um, top five. Was it front front four defensive front, lines? Front sevens. Front sevens. And the Cowboys weren't in there. Yeah, and the Cowboys weren't on there. And that. I saw a couple different players like quoting Randy and stuff. Gregory, yeah, Woods. I, I think it's. I loved it. Yeah, I that's mean, ridiculous. I think they're a top three front seven, so I think they're going to come out and they're going to show it. It's going to be a physical game, and they're going to keep it under. Touchdown for sure. Uh, I, I'm gonna have to agree with you. I'm gonna go Cowboys. I'm not gonna pick a winner on it because I don't know. I don't like. It seems like every time I pick the Cowboys and win, they lose. So I'm not gonna pick a winner. But they'll. I think they'll cover. And like Brooks said, their the Rams defense is giving up a lot of yards on the ground, and it's kind of hard to believe too because they spent a lot of money on that defense. Yeah, it's you got Sue. Um, I mean, they just Aaron Donald. You, you got a lot of money in that defense. I don't know how they're <laughs> they're not stopping anybody. Aaron Donald's but. the best defensive football player in the world right now, and they're still giving up 190, yeah. <clears throat> 200 yards a game on the ground. Like that does not make mm-hmm. any sense. One thing to look out for though is, um, I think, I think it really does hurt the Cowboys that Alan Hearns is out, obviously, um, and then Cole Beasley kind of was limping there for a while so i hope he's i hope he's healthy but i gotta watch out for those injuries though but um yeah i think i think it'll be uh i think it'll be like 1917 game. i, can see that. I think i think i'm not gonna late pick a winner goal or late touchdown yeah, or something yeah. Like that. but all right baby chargers patriots you want to kick us off yeah i'll kick it off i'll tell you right now four is not enough <laughs> four is not enough <laughs> for the boys i don't know here here's the way that i think about it is the Chargers last week, I think their first – between their first – the four possessions that they scored on first, it was four field goals. They went up 12 nothing to start, I believe, or 12-3, something like that. And twice 
I know the Patriots' defense is not the Ravens' defense, but the Patriots' defense isn't bad. Twice they were given the ball, like, pretty solid starting field territory in, in Baltimore's territory, and I like, came away with nothing, nothing but a field goal. So you're not going to get as many opportunities against the Patriots. They just don't make as many mistakes, especially in the playoffs. Brady becomes a little bit sharper, a little bit more conservative. So uh, they're not going to get that many opportunities. I don't think they're going to convert opportunities when they get them. And especially this is the type of game where it looked like the Chargers last week quit playing. Yeah. Like they dominated yeah. Lamar for three quarters. And mm-hmm. then for the last quarter, or not even the last quarter, the last 10 minutes, they let Lamar lead a comeback. And if they play like that, I can tell you Brady's going to go in and he's going to finish the deal. Yeah. Or, I mean, if, if they get out to a big lead – I think the Chargers fold. I don't. Yep. This isn't the type of team that. Yeah. I don't know. They don't seem like they have just from last week. They don't have as much heart. The Patriots are experienced, like you said, zero and seven against yeah, Brady is Rivers. Brady. So I know I'd like it a lot better if it was three, but I I don't think four is enough. I think this is going to be. I don't. I mean, with the weather kind of being unpredictable, I think this is going to be like. I'm gonna say, twenty four thirteen Patriots. I think, you know, Tom Brady's like the Kansas uh, of football. You know, Kansas have won, what, 12 or 13 straight Big 12 titles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, until someone gives me a reason otherwise to prove that they can beat them, I'm, I'm rolling with Brady and the Patriots, even with uh, the less <laughs> weapons. And I think experience is going to kill the Chargers here. So, like Jake said, four is not enough. I'll take the Patriots. I will take the Patriots as well. Oh. Um, uh, but wow. I do, I 100%, 100%, 100% agree with you on that if the Chargers get down, say, 10 nothing, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to fold. I think also a pretty good thing that could happen for the Patriots is if they get down 10 nothing to start the game. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I think the, what yeah. we saw last, or last week with what happened with they what well, they go up twenty two, three was it yeah twenty two three, three. Yeah, yeah. three and they they still folded and they were up by mm-hmm. nineteen or whatever so and you've just seen that obviously the Super Bowl with the Patriots I think yeah. it was four years three or four years ago I think four years ago yeah the Patriots pulled off the biggest comeback in franchise history up to that point mm-hmm. and the playoffs against the Ravens too so yeah. they don't and Tom Brady is at his best when he's down and he has to he has to come through so I think. I think I'm going to give a prediction on the score. I'm going to say 20 I'm going to say 23 23-16. I'll say. I think I think it's a blowout. I think like Jake said the Chargers get down early and they fold. I don't have an exact score, but I think it gets ugly in Foxborough. And like you've said one thing with like bet, you know, take the Patriots until they prove they're not going to do it. Why would you take the charges until they prove they can? Exactly. Like, there's always so much hype around them, and where do they, you know, they can be yeah. great in the regular season. They, they like won any, a playoff you know? game this year, but at the same time, they beat Lamar Jackson, who yeah. was not supposed to be playing this year, yeah. by six. Mm-hmm. 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 And that brings us to our last one, the Eagle Saints. I think we should let Brooke kick it off because we know where he's going with it. <laughs> the Eagles are going to win this football game. <laughs> They are going to cover, and they are going to win. I don't know what it is I like about this team. Uh, couldn't give you specifics, but they're just magical in the post. Kansas, 
Campbell pointed out they're five and zero in their last like five games as their as, as underdogs. Underdog, yeah. So, I mean, taking the Saints here would be pretty crazy to me. So. They love being the underdogs, but I'm gonna go against the trend and I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Saints. I think I think it's gonna be a close game for the first three quarters, but then I think Breeze comes out in the fourth quarter. His first drive in the fourth quarter, he puts him up 13. I think it's going to be a six-point game, and he puts him up 13. And I think he, uh, I think the Saints is, are going to get to they're going to get to Foles, and I think they're going to disrupt him. And I think, yeah, Saints roll. They cover. You know, everything in this game tells me that the Saints should absolutely cover. This shouldn't be a close game. This should be, in my opinion – like a 21, 24-point game, like a, a win for them. And if it was in the regular season, it would be. But it's the playoffs, and Nick Foles is your quarterback, and the Eagles are going to cover it. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I don't know why. It's one of those things where it's like we've just said it a couple of times already. I have no reason not to believe in Foles at this point. The only thing is I feel like at, at some point luck does run out for everyone. Yeah. And last week – I, you pushed your limits with that double doinker off the yeah. off the field goal post. You were one one twist of the football away <laughs> from being eliminated. Yeah. But it's just tough for me to say that Foles isn't going to go out there and at least make it a game. I mean, that's all he has to do is keep it within a touchdown. So um, there's something at least there. So I I'm rolling with the Eagles. But that's your that's your outlook there. So um, just a final rundown, Brooke. You went Chiefs. Chiefs. Cowboys, Cowboys, Patriots, Patriots, Eagles, Eagles. I went Indy, Indy, Dallas. D- uh, yeah, Indy, Dallas, New England, Saints, and New England. Okay, I went Indy, Dallas, New England, and Philadelphia. So <laughs> there's our picture of the week. Um, it's gonna be a fun week of football. Um, to be a great it's, yeah, weekend. It's always nice when you get the 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 three thirty five game. You got your Saturday morning. Go do what you want. 3.35, game gets done, flip it on over to the night game, wake up the next morning, do your thing, and then, bam, 12 o'clock again, more football. Right back at it. So then it just, leaves just Sunday night, you're sitting there, like, wow, yeah. what a weekend what of football. <laughs> so that wraps up what we got for NFL. Man, football, it's a great time right now because this is such exciting football, mm-hmm. but it sucks because you have four or eight teams left in – United States of America that are playing a football game, you know, the rest of the season. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing, but we're doing but down. It's pretty cool that all three of our teams are still it on is, it too. Yeah. Which it is. is which what is a time nice. to be alive. Gives us plenty to talk about. And sure. you would have thought with the last couple of days, the way some of these college basketball games have ended, you would have thought it was March already. Because there were some fantastic that, games, some fantastic I'll, endings. I'll, I'll, well, before, I'll let Campbell start. Before this. we move on, let's. I want to rank the quarterbacks in the, in uh, the playoffs right okay. now. So give me give me your guys's. Should we go top four? Or we'll just go do one through it. We'll go top five because top this five. is what if if you missed it, this is what's branching off of Stephen. It calls it Stephen's A list. Okay, oh. so he he ranks his top five of all this different stuff. So his top five playoff quarterbacks going this weekend this guy. in order one to five: Andrew Luck, Patty Mahomes, Philip Rivers. Dak Prescott, Tom Brady. So there's your five right there, and I thought that was kind of la- yeah, that was that was, that was pretty laughable. So I mean, ESPN, if you're looking to get rid of this guy anytime soon, I think even as a Cowboys fan, even as a Cowboys fan, Dak is, yeah. does not belong. Those in those the top five, those top three. I mean, I'm not mad at any of those being in the top three, but in that order, 
those top three mm-hmm. have done nothing to prove like yeah. their worth yeah. like in the playoffs. So, so so here's what we're gonna do. Do you wanna do top five for you? I'll do or what do you want to do? Eight. I'll go top eight. We'll rank them? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's okay, fine. So tough. we'll we'll go. This is the top eight that you would want at the helmet quarterback this weekend for your team. Okay, it's not the most accomplished, not the most talented. It's who you want as your quarterback going into this week. Anybody want to start it off? I'll go. Okay. okay. Um, I think I would want Breeze at one, Brady at two, just because those guys have done it before and yeah. done it well. And then I would go – I would go Luck three. Man. Um, and just because he's hot right now, I would say Patty at four. So who do we have left? Phil so Dak. Foles, Rivers, and Goff. Man. Honestly, give me... I would go Foles at five Mm -hmm. because of this magic he's Mm -hmm. producing for us. Rivers, Dak, and Goff. Okay. That's my top eight if I had to rank. It's a good list. Okay. So, you want to go first or me? You can go. Let's hear it. Okay. I'm going to, number one, I'm going to take Breeze. Um, two, two, two is honestly a toss-up. I think, I want to say Brady, but also I want to say Andrew Luck. I'll probably go, I'll probably go Brady because of his experience and he's just been doing it for so long. So I'll go Brady at two, Andrew Luck at three. I'll probably go Patty Mahomes at four. I'll go. I'll go Foles at five because we he's he delivers. Um, Goff at I don't know. I'll go Rivers at six. Goff seven. Dak eight. Okay. I'll probably do that. All right. And I have Dak at eight. And sorry, I have Dak at eight and. Goff at seven just because we haven't seen Goff yeah. deliver. I mean, last year he had his team. He was in the playoffs, lost to, was it Atlanta, I think? Last oh, year? Yeah. In the playoffs? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. But they lost in the yeah. first round, so I. Yeah. he's got to prove himself. All right. I will, uh, I'll follow the trend. I'll take Breeze one. Mm-hmm. I'll go Brady two just because he's Asian. He's getting old, but oh, I thought you said, said aging. <laughs> no, like, he is aging. He's not. He's not. <laughs> no, no. I will. Uh, no, wouldn't wouldn't matter what ethnicity is. I'll, I'll take missing out on the look in me and Colin's faces when Jake said that. No, wow. sorry. Yeah, yeah. He is aging. Um, I'll still take him at two, though. Um, I'm gonna take Patty Mahomes at three. Then I'll go Luck at four. Foles five, River six, Goff seven, Dak eight. Mm-hmm. So I think that was pretty much what you had. Just flip Patty and Luck. I think and, all of our yeah. lists were very. Similar. And yeah. here's the thing: is the biggest thing with my list is in the playoffs, especially. I know it's an offensive center lead now, but I mean defense is big, and if Patty Mahomes is a little more experienced and had a, I mean he still has that. He's not afraid to go out and make throws. And 
I think that is excellent. You want that as a quarterback, but there's certain throws where like you have to pull back on in the playoffs and yeah. not take that risk. So if Patty had good yeah, defenses, too, exactly, like they're gonna. If Patty had a year of experience under his belt in the playoffs right now, no question in my mind, he'd be my number one. Honestly, I agree. So that's my only. That's the only reason I have Patty at three and not one. Honestly, is because I think there's gonna be certain throws, and we'll see. Maybe he will be a little more conservative and stuff, and you don't want him to, you don't want him to stop from trying to make some of these plays that he's fantastic at. But there's just certain situations where, instead, you know, there's times where it's tossed it up and like Tyreek, like go get it, or someone go get it, mm-hmm. Kelsey go get it. I don't know, but I mean, we're gonna see what he has. Yeah, I'm excited. That's my most excited. Like, if there's one quarterback I'm excited to watch this weekend. One stat that I want to know: Does anyone? How many? How many rookie quarterbacks have made it to the Super Bowl? Starting rookie quarterbacks. Someone looked that up. Because, I mean, probably, probably, I mean. Not too many. The path, the history is probably not favoring Patty Mahomes, but. But know. one stat that does favor him was wasn't it the number one seed in the AFC? Was it the last five or six years mm-hmm. has went to the Super Bowl? Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know statistics. To I know Brady was a rookie. Or Brady's rookie season, they went, and he filled in. I think it came in week three or week four when Bledsoe went down. So hold on, look at this. No rookie quarterback has ever started or won a Super Bowl. Really? Yeah, that's pretty. That's that's wild. Huh? I did not know that. Wait, what? Okay, hold on. This is giving. I don't know. I'm getting two, <laughs> two different sources here. Hold on. Hold Internet phone. is hold not. <laughs> not always our friend here. Oh, I think you're right. No, because it was yeah. Because it was. Really? I think it was 2002 that Brady won his first. That's right. Okay. It was 02 and that Brady won his first. So Brady got drafted in 2000. Patty Mahomes, this is his first year at the helm, but in the NFL, like even though oh, they haven't played, yeah. they don't consider. So he wouldn't be considered a rookie. Yeah. yeah, damn, I forget about that. Because that's the that's uh, the same Brady like came Vincent. in. <laughs> yeah. Brady came in for Bledsoe. That Brady's first year of playing, he made the Super Bowl. Yeah, so it's See, the yeah. same kind of skewed there. Yeah. But, yeah, but I mean, they're still young. You get the you get the yeah. premise. So yeah. not no. In answer your question, not too many guys. Man, have I forget it. that he's not a rookie. Yeah. yeah. Probably sound like an idiot now. <laughs> no, I mean, well, no, honestly, though, like in every and, other sport, Ben, that's ben how Simmons won the rookie of the year in his second year. So, yeah. so I guess first year players. I mean, yeah. Brady obviously yeah. won his. How old was Kaepernick when he went to the Super That's Bowl? what I was thinking too. I don't think he was a rookie. Um, probably like his second because he took two. over for Alex Smith. Yeah, I don't know how long he was in the league, but wasn't for too long. Uh huh. Because he's still fairly young now. I think Flacco had to be pretty young, too. Yeah. A lot of people that are close to being rookies, but... I can still remember Flacco. Well, Kaepernick was drafted in 11, and then went to the Super Bowl in 13, so it would have been the same thing. But, yeah, Flacco (laughs) wasn't that much older. I think think one thing about Mahomes is I think if he wins this game, I think think they're going to go to the Super Bowl because... I mean, obviously, as a first-year, not rookie, first-year guy, 
if he gets if he wins this game, he's gonna have a lot of confidence. Yeah. He's gonna be settled in. He'll he's be gonna, at he's gonna win. Yeah. yeah, again, yeah, he's gonna win. Mm. He's gonna win that AFC championship, I think. Patriots have had a tough time going into Arrowhead. Yeah. Well <clears throat> we'll move on to college basketball. A little bit now. Alright. So if you guys did not see this game last night, it is very near and dear to our hearts because we're from Omaha. That Creighton Marquette game was an instant classic. Yeah. Marcus Howard, walking bucket, put up 53 points last night. And um, I think it was Fran Fischiller, one of the ESPN guys, called him. He's the Trey Young of this year that oh, nobody sure. knows about. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, as a Creighton fan, I hated to see it. But as a college basketball fan, yeah. I love to see it. And, well, obviously we all knew about him, Marcus Howard, yeah. because he's been in the Big East. We see him twice a year. Well, Creighton sees him twice a year, so we know about him. But if you don't know the name now, like yeah. if you didn't know the name, you do now. Yeah, if Marcus Howard. Did. And here's, and here's my thing about this game, is McDermott. He's just had a history of not coaching well towards the end of games. I think there was very questionable decisions. Obviously, with the inbounds, just honest, they were up by three. Honestly, just throw it under the basket. Yeah. That's throw it I, under the basket. They put it up for two, so what? Time expires. Exactly. You win by one. But, I mean, obviously, it's easy to say now. Yeah. But Hindsight's twenty twenty. but... Yeah. Set up a play for someone to just... Or just even just to someone, just hit it. Like, just hit or, it. Or just even something. catch it and get fouled. Like, anything but that. Like, you got to be confident as in, like, a college... A D1 college basketball player can knock down... One free throw. And even if he doesn't, I'm not too sure if Marquette had a timeout. That would still be hard for them to get a good look with, yeah. I mean, less than .8 seconds left. So for sure. Um, and another thing, too, in overtime, Marcus Howard hit th- four four shots before McDermott called a timeout. Yeah. Four shots. There was a point where Marcus Howard hit a three, came, just, came down, missed. Howard hit another three. Yeah. Howard hit another shot. Granted, between those, Creighton were, were hit, was hitting shots though too. But even after Creighton hits a shot, call timeout. Yeah, like they looked, it down. they just looked rattled. Yeah, and uh, they, in my eyes, it was like McDermott could have stopped the bleeding a little bit, calling them down maybe. I mean, all this is like hindsight, you know, us breaking it down. But nine point nine times out of ten, when you're up three with point eight seconds left in the ball, you should win that ball game. Regardless of the refs. And that's another thing I wanted to say is I saw pictures of today with the ball still on his fingertips. And we were watching it live on the replay. And there was – it's definitive or conclusive evidence to overturn a call. And those refs couldn't clearly say that ball was in his hand. And I think they did the right thing. Obviously, today with a standstill picture, like obviously every ref in America can make that call now. But – in the moment, it's tough. The only thing I have to say about it is it's going to be tough because if Creighton goes out, picks up, you know, two wins here in their next two games, obviously you have Nova, and then is it – who they have after that? Is it Xavier after that? Nova, and then I believe, yeah, I believe Xavier. So they have, this is a tough month for them. So the thing is, I feel like that game's going to be one where it comes down to – 
Creighton could very well be a bubble team this year. One that's sitting around the last four and first four out, somewhere around that. And I just have this horrible feeling that this is going to be one of those games where yeah. it's going to be Creighton's going to be left out. And if it had gone the other way, yeah, no questions asked, cool. you beat the number 16 team in the country. They go to St. John's after Villanova. Okay. And, and you St. know John's. how tough they, that's going to be. They'll have plenty of opportunities to play their way oh, in yeah. still. Yeah. But. You know, that's a game that you the, had. Yeah, that you, game was you over, that. and you yeah. it's just that. it hurts. It's one thing if they go in there and Marquette just hands it to you, or you yeah, know if you play bad, but it's you like, handed it to them. They, they had the number sixteen team Marquette, in the country. Doesn't I'm pretty need sure that. did not lead at all no. during nope. regulation. Yeah. Nope, that at game all, was no. Creighton start to finish, yeah. and you know a sloppy turnover and a lucky <clears> shot, and Marcus Howard being Marcus Howard in overtime. <laughs> you know. Like you said, that's one that they needed. Anything that dude was putting up, it was going. Yeah. And I don't. They're not going to get a whole lot easier when they have to. Obviously, you have Nova. You're not going to get it much easier when you go play Shamori Ponds. That's I think good. St. John's when that yeah. was that game by like twenty. Oh, yeah. To be honest, they're good, but yeah, they're for real. Yeah. S- speaking of good, you guys watch the Duke Blue Devils play basketball. Man, this team is <laughs> nice. I I will say this though. I I think there's. College basketball is one of the things where it's, you know, the most unpredictable. Yeah. How often Andy. does the clear-cut best team, the best, most talented team in the country, actually win the national championship? Yeah. It's about who gets hot and, and who runs into who the matchups. Exactly. Yeah. The so, matchups are the most crucial part because even with the first-round matchups, like, you catch an experienced team like South Dakota State mm-hmm. or, like, Furman, mm-hmm. like, who are – Buffalo, too. Yeah, yeah Buffalo, elderly Nevada. teams. Nevada. Well, obviously Nevada's yeah. going to be a high seed yeah. now. But, but yeah. you run into one of those mid-major, older teams that yeah. you're not going to rattle. Like, For yeah. sure. You'll see one of those and high seeds go down early. The other thing, too, I think a team that obviously they'll have to see them this year. They'll have to see them in a conference championship game, possibly. I think Virginia could give Duke that was, problems. This is my point on Virginia. No one – everybody remembers the loss to UMBC last year, but yeah. I think they are for real this year because not only are they top 10 in defensive mm-hmm. efficiency, they're top 10 in offensive efficiency. Mm-hmm. And totally they put looked. up 100 on someone for the first time in 50 years this yeah. year and like 70, 80 on a regular basis. Yeah. And they beat a top 20 team, Florida State. Well, I mean, they ended up Hand winning by 13, but they it was were up a by lot. Like 30 yeah. in and my thing is, I know Duke's been blowing teams out, but Duke's still one-dimensional. Yes. They're, they're a terrible three-point shooting team. Mm-hmm. And Virginia's the type of team that will play a team to their weaknesses defensively. Yeah. They're going to make Duke shoot. And you know why people are losing their minds over Zion going three for four on wide-open threes? Because it hasn't happened all year for any of them. Yeah. R.J. Barrett's not knocking anything down. Um, uh, who am I missing? The other one of the big three. Uh, Trey Jones, little bro. Is it? Is it oh, it's Trey Jones. Trey Tyus Jones. Jones, oh, yeah. Trey, Jones. Trey Jones is a like I I like yeah. Trey Jones. Trey Jones he's, is a he's, leader. He's good, but you know he's not. I mean he's kind of taking a backseat to Zion and RJ, and so it's Cam Reddish. And, yeah, that's what I'm missing. Yeah. But all, none of them they they can't hit water if they fell out of boat right now. So yeah. I, I think they're going to figure out. I know it's tough to figure out shooting midway through a year, but I think I mean to go deep. In the playoffs, they're going to have to figure out shooting. I mean, Auburn kept it within six again against him. Gonzaga beat him. Um, I mean, I just I don't know. I think th- this weekend could be. I know Florida State got worked by Virginia, but they got to play Florida State this weekend. Virginia is on the nineteenth of January, so that'll yeah. be a good. That'll be a, a big fantastic game. stick. Yeah, I would not hand the ACC to Duke just no. yet. I think yeah. that's next. 
Is that Tuesday? Is that Super Tuesday next week, I think? It might be. I think it is. So. Oh, no, the 19th. That's not for a while. I was thinking the 14th. 19th's not for a minute. We got time for that. But <clears throat> they're good. The ACC right now looks like the best conference yeah. in. Um, I was going to say, because even, even NC State could give – could give people a run. I mean, North I Carolina. Obviously did you too. watch NC State North Carolina? I saw the highlights. Very but I didn't, sloppy. Yeah, I didn't see. It was sloppy. It was fast paced. Yeah. It was a lot of shots falling. Um, just all around, that was a fun, a fun game to watch. You have North Carolina, North Carolina State, Virginia Duke, and then uh, whom I met, Vatek. Vatek. So yeah, yeah, they're very experienced this year. Buzz Williams squad. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're gonna be tough too. Yeah, I, obviously Michigan still. Very, very good. Yeah. I think this is a year where <laughs> you look at, like, honestly, like 1 to 20 in their rankings right now. Obviously, Houston lost. They're going to drop. Um, I, don't think, I don't think Buffalo could yeah. win win at all. But, like, 1 Houston's to 20 right now. Houston's another team that yeah. is older now. They're better. Very um, wide open. Yeah. yeah, no one's going to shock me. That's what winning. I love about no. this year is it's very we wide say, open. I feel like this is said every year, but, like, this year especially, like, yeah. There's a lot of teams that could, uh, you know, make a run make to the run. Final Four and maybe even win it all. Mm-hmm. So, it's exciting. Who And here's here's the matchup that I would love to see. So, right now, Joe Lenardi's got his bracketology in for the most recent one. It's way too early. But here's the, the matchup that I would absolutely love to see. So, right now in the East region, so Duke would be the overall number one. The two seed in that regional is Tennessee. And I think Tennessee-Duke. Would be an incredible That'd game. That'd be fun. That's an incredible uh, game. That would be fun. You know, they kind of athlete up with Duke, yeah, so. they are. That's big men basketball yeah. right there. Tennessee People another, aren't talking about yeah, Tennessee either. It was the same thing as last year. They were projected last in the SEC yeah. and then won the SEC. And People aren't talking about Tennessee. And I think that's a team that has a very legitimate chance to win. Oh. If right now, if right now I was filling on a bracket, I would pick Tennessee to win the Natty. Really? Yeah. Once again, I think That's... it's wide open. So would I be like disappointed or shocked? Absolutely not. All right. And I want to I want to make a bold prediction this year after what I saw last night. You know, I made the Kansas Kansas reference to Tom Brady, mm-hmm. and uh, Doke Azubuki went out this year for the season. And after watching that game last night, I think for the first time in twelve or thirteen years, we're going to see Kansas not win the Big Twelve. I, I agree with you. They're, that's a deep league this year. Um, and, you know, they lean on Dedrick Lawson. He put up 30 last night and won the game for him. But, you know, I think people are going to figure that out. And I think you'll see they're like Texas Tech. I, yeah, Texas Tech is for Yeah, they're tough. I mean, Iowa State's tough too. Them too. <laughs> they beat them by 20. Yeah. I mean, given on the road first game without Azubuki. But I think this is going to be the year we see – um, Kansas go down and not win the Big 12. So. That'd be nice to see something just my, different. <laughs> just my bold prediction for college basketball. But that's that. So it's a little early for bracketology, but um, so I'm excited. You, I so mean, you said you said Tennessee, your yeah. national champ, early national champ. Who do you yeah. have? Oh man. I re- do you have one? I'd have to think about this a little bit. I have two in mind right now. I have kind of a, maybe a little bit of a wild card. I have, maybe not, maybe not a wild card, but I got Michigan State. Okay. I think they look pretty good. And then I'm going to stick with my 
previous, um, what I said a couple weeks ago, uh, Michigan. I think Michigan's just solid. Obviously, Jim. <laughs> Jim. Not Jim <laughs> but I think I think that squad. John Beeline. John Beeline. <laughs> Jim not Harbaugh. Jim, but, not Jim Beeline. <laughs> Two very similar names. <laughs> no, John Beeline. I think I think that squad always plays well in March. So All right. we'll see. My my opinion could change depending on the matchups, but right now the two teams I like the most to win it all is Virginia and Gonzaga. Gonzaga yeah, beat Gonzaga Duke too. already, yeah. you know, without Killian Tilly, I think his name is, mm-hmm. and you know that was a very intense up and down game. Duke could have won it, but Hachimura is a yeah. nightmare. They there is matchup. like that Gonzaga team has seven or eight like good scoring options. <laughs> I can't remember who the guy that was that tore up Creighton too. Uh, uh, Norvell, uh, the shooter. Yes. Uh, how was his name? Cla- uh, yeah, Norvell. Norvell. Yeah. yeah. You know he's they, tough. He's tough. They can shoot it. Teams th- they can bang down low. They play good defense. This could, this could be the year. Wide that open. Mark Few. This could be the year that Mark Few finally, finally pulls through. Love to see him do it. Mm-hmm. All right, do you have anything else on college basketball before I move on here? Here's, <clears throat> here's one thing I want to talk about before I run out of time for sure. Two things I want to talk about. First one, so obviously everyone's seen Cliff Kingsbury is the new coach of the Arizona Cardinals, okay? And months back he said, if I had the number one pick and Kyler Murray was available, I would draft Kyler Murray. You now have the number one pick, and I realize you're the coach of the Arizona Cardinals who just took – Josh Rosen, and I'm, I'd assume you're being brought there with management telling you we want you to develop Rose, Josh okay. Rosen. Yeah. But if you're, I mean, in, if you're the Cardinals organization, if Cliff Kingsbury believes in this guy this much, and he's coached in that conference, and obviously working with Patty Mahomes, do you let him take if Kyler Murray declares? Do you let him take Kyler Murray and let it's, him do what he wants to do with him? It's hard to pass up on a once-in-a-generation Gen- yeah. like athlete like that. But at the same time, you just invested yeah. in Josh in, in Josh Rosen. What, second pick? Third? No. Second? But it, was, I, it was like yeah. he felt like eight, I think. Oh, eight? Yeah, it was yeah. later. It was a little later. But it was right know, before. I wouldn't yeah. – yeah. if, if Kling – uh, Cliff Kingsbury feels strongly enough about him. I mean, I would not put it out of, you know, the realm of possibilities that we see Josh Rosen get traded for assets. I mean, with the number one pick, um, I don't know. That would be a bold move by Arizona, obviously. But, I mean, I could definitely see it happening. You know, Josh mm-hmm. Rosen gets moved and. You know, you saw the Heisman winner from Oklahoma Baker work out with the Browns. So, and here's the thing: I think if you're gonna pass, and this is all if Kyler enters the NFL draft, and it sounds like from what I've heard, like he wants gonna, to, and he's yeah. gonna. So here's the thing: I think to pass up on him, you have to like convince yourself and believe that Rosen is going to be the guy. Like you can't believe that Rosen's going to be an experiment. Hopefully it works out. You have to really believe Kingsbury's going to come in and make this guy. He's going to do like what McVay did with golf. And I mean, I don't, maybe they feel differently, but I'd let him take Kyler, get rid of Rosen and hope, hope it pans out for you. But the other thing I want to talk about before we run out of time here too, is two big names now. And the transfer portal. 
Tate Martell and Jalen Hurts both entered the transfer portal the past couple of days. I think where's uh, their landing spots? The there was like uh, lines out for where Jalen Hurts is gonna go, and the number one option was Houston. With uh, who was it that just left for the Houston head coaching job? Oh, West Virginia's Dana Holgren. Or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I could see that. You know, Houston high flying, up tempo. Um, maybe. If, I, if I'm, I personally think Jalen's landed in Oklahoma. You think? I think he is, because you got one year left. Why wouldn't you want to go play with Lincoln Riley? You saw yeah. Kyler Murray comes in, has one. I mean, obviously Kyler Murray was in the program. It's, it's, he had, he really got some garbage you. time. They are so he pretty much in one year turned Kyler Murray into what could possibly be the number one draft pick. And I don't think Jalen Hurts is Kyler Murray, but I think that Jalen Hurts is looking at that saying. You know, I don't. I think Jalen Hurts knows Alabama's going to be for real, Clemson's going to be for real. He's not going to go somewhere to play for a natty. Why would you not go somewhere that you believe is the best fit to develop you and give you a chance at continuing your football career? The only thing I have about that is I think coming from Alabama to Oklahoma, it's kind of like it's a big difference yeah. between the offenses. But it, it would make sense because – Obviously, they have Spencer Rattler coming in, and yeah. you could give because he didn't, he wasn't an early yeah. enroll. So I mean, you could give him a year, redshirt him, get get used to the system, and then obviously Hertz is done after the after this year. But I don't, I mean, I don't know. Like I, I just don't yeah. see Jalen Hertz it'll be, being a good. It'll, it'll be very interesting. That I think the bigger question mark is where Tate Martell is going to go mm-hmm. because he did well. Um, at Ohio State when they gave him chances to get in the game. Obviously, mop-up duty, but yeah, yeah. Um, those are two big names. I'm just still surprised that Lincoln Riley didn't shoot uh, Fields. Yeah. Shoot well, fields, I think uh, Fields has, what, three years of eligibility? Yeah, with Spencer Rattler coming in, that would be tough. That's true. But like you said, Jalen Hurts is a better fit because, you know, one year left – let Spencer Rattler learn under him. That would be intriguing. Well, that kind of wraps up. I think everything we wanted to touch on today. So, yeah, a little bit of everything here. Um, one other thing, I haven't watched much NBA this year, but Boogie Cousins will be coming back. I think he's slotted for, like, January 19th, 18th yes, against the Clippers. So, Right now, I'm just looking at the standings. Golden State's a game back of first place from Denver. Right, right now, your your top five in the West is Denver, Golden State, Oklahoma City, the Clippers, and the Trailblazers. So you're missing the Rockets, Spurs, and Lakers. Obviously, that's six, seven, eight right there. But you'll get to see what the Lakers look like, or not the Lakers, the Warriors look like at their best. Um, once Boogie's back. So that'll be interesting just to have him back and give everybody the idea of what they're up against. So, um, yeah, that's one thing to look out for. I hate watching the NBA because it just gives me – Right now it, just it reminds me. It just reminds me of how much I hate the Warriors. Yeah. I, I really despise the, the Warriors. Honestly, I'm, after watching the little NBA I have watched so far this year, it's going to be Houston and the Warriors in the Western Conference Final and not. Honestly, with Boogie, it's going to be tough to beat the Warriors. Yeah. I think it's just interesting. The only thing that I'm like keeping my eye on, and I hope to God it happens, 
is Anthony Davis going to either the Lakers or the Celtics. Yeah. Preferably, I think I don't know where where he has a better chance at. I guess the Celtics because I don't know the they Celtics aren't like playing a true that great. Protector big yeah. yeah. So. so I think you'd fit the needs of the Celtics yeah. a little better, but I'd see, love to see him at least go to one of those teams, make them stronger, and make them a little bit more of a contender. But yeah, like the guy said, the NBA sucks. It, does. it really does. <laughs> it's it's not. It's all drama too. Like all the headlines I is like read the biggest headline right now on ESPN. Philly isn't a great fit for Jimmy Butler, but what if it doesn't matter? It's like all drama. It's like yeah. a it's a soap opera. That's what it is. Yeah, it's it is. the NBA. It's, it's a funny. soap opera until May, yeah. and I start actually playing basketball. Yeah. So that's about all we got. Big games this weekend. Make sure <clears throat> you're tuning in after this weekend. We'll own up to our picks, whether they're good, mm-hmm. bad, ugly. Yeah, you I know, I can't wait for this weekend. I know yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Wait. So keep tuning back in. If you have any suggestions, any recommendations, anything you want to hear, let us know. We're working now on trying to get in touch with some different people to have guests on the show. Um, that'd be interesting to hear from um, from all different sports. So if you have any suggestions yeah. or anyone you'd like to see on the show within reason, I don't yeah. think we're gonna be able to get you know like LeBron. <laughs> yeah, let's or, get LeBron out here. <laughs> but you know, different you know Nebraska athletes different people from you know the state of nebraska or, or the region that would be easy to get people on we're working on it right now so hopefully we have someone on and <clears throat> can add a little bit of a you know special guest feature to this show coming up so and and shoot us an idea if you want to see any like vlogs or anything like that like maybe we can maybe we can uh, make a road trip to a big sporting event or something do something like that a little uh spark it up a little bit i don't know so if you want to hear it we'll do it thanks again for listening uh tune in again next week take it from us later